The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome, 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 welcome. Today is Psychic Mediumship Day for everyone out there. I already have callers on the line, so... Uh, just remember that telephone number, 816-251-3555. But in the meantime, I want to welcome everybody to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, we finally have gotten a little colder weather here, but still no snow, so the cold is useless. I only like cold weather when I know that there's snow following. Otherwise, there's no purpose of having cold weather. But that's okay. Um, I know in other parts of the country there is snow, and I just have to imagine myself being there. But um, yes, uh, today is about doing readings for people and answering questions. Um, Like I said, we already have callers on the line. I have a couple of questions that were written to me. You can always write in a question when you know I'm going to be doing this. Uh, So just in case you're not here live, uh, you're, you're tied up during the day and not available to listen to the show live. If you write in, then I can get it on the air and then you can listen to the podcast and, of course, get the answer to it, as well as the answers to other people's questions, because it certainly um, is a a collective understanding and collective messages that for everybody who is listening somehow, some way, whatever the information is that uh, that I am maybe gearing towards one person certainly is helpful and beneficial to many others. It happens that way all the time. So we'll get into that in a minute. I just wanted to remind everybody also about the month of February. Unbelievable. Today is the 29th. Already one month of the year gone. Um, I did finally get all my Christmas stuff away, and I'm already thinking about, well, now in 11 months, I've got it to actually less than that, um, usually 9 to 10 months. I have to take it back down again. <laughs> we'll see how quickly it goes by. Um, but, but, uh, I just wanted to let you know that February is going to be about love and relationships. It's a very powerful month about love and relationships, of course, because there's Valentine's day in February, but on February 5th, my very next show next week is going to be about what is love. Now, I, it seems to be such a simple question and everybody is going, Oh, wait a minute. You know, I know what love is. And yet, and yet, there are so many people. I had a caller yesterday, a client that I was doing a reading for, and she never experienced love, not in her childhood, not in her relationships. She had no relationships romantically, never been married. She never knew what love is and never experienced it. So we're going to talk about that next week on the 5th. 
Then on the 12th, just before Valentine's Day, I'm going to talk to you about how to attract perfect love. All you need is love and how to attract perfect relationships and maintain them. So that's going to be wonderful. And you can call in then if you have relationship questions throughout the month you can call in with relationship issues. Um, and I will absolutely answer them on the air because your relationship issues, I assure you, um, millions of others, yes, millions, out of the 8 billion people we have on the face of the earth, I know millions have love issues. And so you can call in. I will answer those questions. But we're going to talk about how to attract perfect relationships. And then on the 19th, again, it's going to be more readings and messages from spirit and, and probably geared again to relationships. So that'll be a great month, but uh, a great week. Uh, but I'm really excited about February 26th. Oh, my gosh. February 26th. Uh, you heard me talk about being on the Sirius XM radio show Sex with Emily. Um, Emily is a doctor of human sexuality and relationships, and she is going to be on my show February 26th right here live. And I'm very excited about that. Emily is a doll. She's unbelievable. She's such an incredible expert. And we're going to be talking primarily about relationships. Uh, but of course, it involves human sexuality as well. All relationships that way do. So I'm sure there'll be discussion on that. You do not want to miss that show. That is February 26th. Sex with Emily is going to be on my show. So um, it, it, we'll see what happens there. Um, it should be pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to it for sure, for sure. So that's the month of February. You definitely want to keep coming back. All right. So I would like to just really jump into this now. And I want to, I don't like keeping callers on the line waiting. So I do want to bring on, I've got Connie. Um, Connie, you're on the air with me right now. How are you doing today? Connie, you're from Kansas City. Yes, sir. I sure am. Oh, fabulous. How is it over there? Well, we got snow last night, so you're welcome to it. Oh, my gosh. Please send it over here. I plan on coming to Kansas City this year. I've got some great people and friends there at some of the Unity churches and centers, yes. and I'm going to be coming. Oh, great. Uh, what month are you coming in? Well, it depends. I'm going <laughs> to I would love to arrange a time where you have snow there, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that's not as often as some of the other cities. But we're making yeah. those arrangements and yeah. you will hear I'll be announcing that on my radio show. But okay. what is your question for me today? That is it, it's it's I'm getting it as I've been told that she has had this question in her mind for a while now. OK, so what is it, Connie, that you need to know? Well, you say that I had a question. I wanted to know what it looked like for me for 2020, but also lost my sister, my brother last year in January. And I was really wanting to connect with them as well. So. Whatever you feel, Vincent, I will be gladly, gladly to accept that. 
Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. And let's see if either one of them or both of them wind up coming in. Let's, uh, Let's go there. Sorry, sorry that you had um, lost your brother and sister in the physical world. Um, obviously, you know you have not lost them in the spiritual realm, but it's That's, still it still hurts. It's still grief, yeah. um, you know. And so let's let's see. And as far as 2020 for you, let's start there. Um, uh, 2020 is you taking bigger steps and leaps into your dream. Um, uh, that's what it is. So, so the need to define your dream bigger, better than what you have right now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting that it's a little diluted. Yeah. Um, right, right. Uh, but but there's passions within you that you do have that you are aware of. I'm not sure if you know how to turn that into something rewarding and fulfilling. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. Um, and and is is there a certain? Um, well, I'm getting both creative and healing. Creative and healing, helping, helping and and creative at the same time. I'm I'm getting both of those um, as as part passion. So so let's break down um, creatively. Um, there's something in your hand. So it's either a pen or a brush um, or something you use that you use. You need to use your one hand for one hand in particular um, to do. Do you? Well, maybe you're, you're going to add the second hand, too. Do you either write or paint or draw or um, like I got to get a paintbrush and a pencil or a pen or. or, or I uh, do a lot of woodworking. Would work okay. So by by any chance in your hand then are um, like uh, um, wood even carving tools and designing yes. tools. Okay. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. 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 So that's what I'm seeing, and and uh, which is which is really good. It, it seems uh, what they're telling me it's very beautiful work. Is it also very detailed? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So, so now in the helping field, inspiring others, you enjoy doing that, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay. So now you're going to combine your woodworking skills and, and you, you can, whatever material that your skill is able to go to, because I'm not only seeing woodworking, but I'm also seeing copper. Does that make sense? Copper sheets? Um um, uh, uh, flat pieces of copper that that uh, not engraved, obviously, but you're banging and 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 making prints on, or banging on the wood, or putting on the wood with the engraved wood. I, not being a craftsman in that particular area, but I've seen things like that. Does that make sense to you at all? Uh, not the uh, the the copper, but I do engrave on wood. Okay, so you engrave on wood. Have you ever tried, because a lot of people who do the engraving on wood, you also see them using the wood to form copper pieces. Um, but you know what I mean about the copper pictures? Yes, sir. Right, okay, I okay. do. Yeah, the metal. The metal, the metal, right, yes. right, right. And, it, and it's, it, it, I, I believe it's copper because it's very pliable. Um, right. And so some of the tools that people use to engrave in wood is what they use to bang out the back of copper pieces. For some reason, I'm seeing both being coming together for you using that. 
but then using inspirational words. Okay. And 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 even short quotes putting on there, like the word believe. I, I mean, yeah. I see so okay. many beautiful things in the word believe or the word love, right? Okay. Or the word heart and hope. Oh, um, yes, definitely. Them, yeah. Right? Right. And putting yeah. it on the wood and creating something around it. I see that as being sold. Okay. Okay. okay cool. I've never um, sold a piece. I've always just made and gave, you know. No, 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 no. You're you you need to be getting your work out there to other people. Okay. Um, uh, like even doing a body mind spirit expo or bringing huh? your pieces to spiritual centers because people are looking. They're very tactile, and we're very visual. And okay. a matter of fact, the speed of light is quicker than the speed of sound purposely because we're going to see things before we hear things. So therefore, we take in what we see first. So pe that's why people paintings and pictures on the walls and on desks and, 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 and furniture and stuff like that is what people like because they see that first. And yeah. in the spiritual and metaphysical realm, people are going after those things to help remind them of positive affirmation affirmations and thoughts. So you see all those those decks of affirmations and and spiritual phrases that people buy and they they sell in the, you know, metaphysical bookshops and they right. have them all over their coffee tables. I know I have a bunch of them for people who come over and they browse through them or pick a card. Well, that that just goes to show you what people like and what people want to see. That's why I think your stuff would be really 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 popular. Okay. So a male just stepped in, um, a male, but he's 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 coming across. He's switching back and forth, but he's showing me at around the age, very young age. He's going back to being 20 years old, but he's wow. also showing me older. Um, so he died when he was older. Yes, sir. Um, uh, right. Okay. So so um, was was he close to seven? Keeps coming up. Was he close to the 70s? Yeah, he was 60. Actually, he just turned 60, 62, I think. 62, so he was approaching the 70s, didn't yes. make it to the 70s. He was in right. the 60s. Okay, so he never got to the 70s. So seven is standing out for a reason for him. Wow. Um, I don't know if that's what he was hoping for. Other than him being around that age, um, was there anything about the anything else about the number seven that is standing out? And that could even include the seven month, which is July or number seven as far as a birthday anniversary or a meaningful number. He's showing me the number seven, 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 seven for you. Seven, 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 seven. I'm trying to think. I don't, his birthday was in June and he died in the end of January. Um, no, I'm not seeing the seven. Okay, hold on. His birthday is in June. Yes, sir. January. So his birthday was in June, but he died seven months later. I just, yeah. let's, I'm going to see about that. Um, he's saying there's something more about the number seven, and it has to do with you. So do me a favor. Let's go back to when you were seven years old. He's not letting go of the seven, and he's trying wow. to give me a piece of evidence right away that it's him. So okay. let's go back to when you were seven. How old would that have made him? Uh, he was uh, he was six years older than I was. So no, that's he was how 13. old my brother is. Yeah. So he was yeah. thirteen. Yeah. 
So you were seven, he was 13 years old. Okay, what transpired that you can remember at that time period when you were seven, he was 13, something that was going on either between the two of you or in the family that he says is very pronounced? Oh, wow. You know what? I, I, I can't even remember seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, well, it wasn't that long ago. Don't apologize to me. <laughs> this is like... You can go around the time period. Um, uh, let's yes. think about your younger, your in your youth, some of those things. Because he's what he is saying is that there were things that caught up with him. There were things that caught up with him. And, and you said your sister as well, right? Right. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. So he's saying, and both of them are, okay. So he is definitely announcing that he died before his time. Yes. Um, but he's also saying how things caught up with him and he's and he's trying to pull some of those things up and some of those memories up. So there was some he's referring to some type of discourse that happened at that time. Um, and and um, yeah, and even back when younger. But for some reason, that seems to be standing out. So your sister seems to be in between there at some time when he was 13, you were seven. How old was she? She's three years older than I, so she would have been. She well, was in right in the middle. Right. Okay, so she would have been 10. She was the first. She was the oldest sister, so yes. Okay, so seven, ten, thirteen. Wow, that's a three. It's interesting that you guys are separated like that. In, in well, that really, there's so much numerology. We're not really Vincent. We're they were eleven kids, and we were all like eleven, eleven to a year old apart. Right. What I'm saying is that the two that are deceased. Yeah. Are are that you know right I, in between there, which is um and and those numbers seven is very strong, three is right. very strong, thirteen is very strong, um very wow. high spiritual numbers as well, which is, okay. is is very interesting. But what I'm getting from the both of them is about you and about you being stronger. Okay, so. Well, probably one of the reasons why you don't have a major memory of that is because there was too much in that. I keep hearing the word diluted. There was there was too much diluted love. There was too much spread out. There was too much um, to have to share. There was too much That's true. Um, and not enough, not enough yes. attention, not enough yes. um, affection. At 13 years old, did he have to start watching either you or your sister or, or the younger ones? Oh, I'm um, There sure. was a, yes. a bigger I'm responsibility sure. on him that he's saying at 13. So 13 for him and seven for you, he is feeling life changed. Um, and attitudes started changing. Of course, he became a teenager. So for right. him on that end, that would make sense. But but he felt too obligated. Did he have a lot? Did, did, did your parents put a lot of responsibility on the children? Mom and Dad general? had a lot. Yeah, especially my sister. She was the oldest, so she took care of most of all the kids. And I'm sure there was some on Roger as well because, you know, he was next to the oldest brother. And okay. mom and yeah. dad was busy. 
Oh, yeah. Well, with 11 children, they're going to be busy, you know, bringing in the money. Um, yes. But what but what he is saying primarily and why he wants you to know that he is here is because he's trying to point out the fact of how different you always were. Yeah. Um, you had your own personality style. You had and that's what made you stronger. Um, uh, and that's what made your life different and healthier, which is the reason why you really are at a time in your life to fulfill yourself okay. um, and fulfill love. Um, okay. So that does, uh, based on what he is saying and what I'm hearing from him, is that the, the love aspect of your life is not completely deep enough or fulfilled. Um, yes. I What's feel going that. on with that? Do you feel that? Yes, sir, I do. I'm in a loveless yeah. marriage. <laughs> well, that's not good. Yes. And see, yes. again, that replication from the past. You know, uh, back in the old days, and that's not that long ago, because you're my age, Connie, you're right around there. Um, but it was all about, oh, just let's have a lot of children. It was never any thought about yeah. how you were going to provide for the children, how there was too much of that Catholic stuff going on with yes. um, reproduction and no birth control or stuff yeah. like that. But then at the same token, there was no control on the male's part of, okay, if you're not going to use birth control, Control, then let's control the the interludes a little bit more. Yes, sir. So I, that we I don't wind up with all these children. Yeah. Right. I feel that. So, yes, I yeah. do feel that as well. So what happened was the lack of love that was spread in your family and not enough of it, you guys replicated when you went out as adults because that's all you know, know and that's all you knew. Right. Um, so, so it's about increasing love now in 2020 and doing what you need to, 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 to get your marriage going again and get it better. Don't accept it to be loveless. Um, uh, get it, get, get it moving or, you know, or do something about it. You have to, you have to move okay. on and, um, and not move on the way your brother and sister did. Um, they let their inner demons catch up to them. Who is the one? Okay. So they're both, one is, one has got the hand around the throat and one has got the hand around the chest and heart. So who is having either choking issues or breathing issues and the other one having heart or lung issues? What, what's going on there? Well, both of them had heart issues. They both, my oldest brother had a heart attack, but he also had lymphoma in the throat. So oh, he, got, so it's he had okay. cancer first, and then he had a heart attack after. And I got gotcha. you. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. And my yeah, sister, I'm feeling too. That. And your sister, yeah. too. Okay, because yes. that's what they're showing. But it was your brother who had the lymphoma in the throat. Yes, sir. Okay, so again, giving me some evidence that it is them. Um, it, it, so their message and their primary message for you is we are okay now. They're still acclimating. They're still really acclimating, um, apparently. And okay. but they are they are together and they're together with other family members, mom and dad. So are both your parents deceased then? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So mom and dad are here. They've, um, they were gone before apparently right. because they, they're, they're a little bit more evolved on the other side now and trying to help, um, yeah. and trying to give them the love and support now that they may not have felt when they were down on earth and neither in their relationships either. So you aren't the only one in a loveless marriage. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. 
Yeah. So so when you have all of that lack and your heart is clogged, of course, you're going to have heart issues. It's all about self-love. That fourth spiritual center is your heart chakra. And yes. then the throat chakra is about will. And the one thing your, your brother never did is he never took the steps. He, he actually worked against himself. Uh, yes. There was inspirational thoughts and intuition that he was receiving. But then his left brain thinking kept talking himself out of it. Um, and and never never really got that self belief self love um, really true confidence level that he was meant to have and it just caught up with him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now now that's all example for you to be able to to see something better, feel something better, and don't accept anything less. Okay. Um, then then wonder and joy in, in your entire life. That's your message. And 2020 is capable yeah. of providing that for you, okay? Okay. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, now, don't hope. No. <laughs> you got to know. No. Okay. That's how you okay. manifest it, okay? Okay. Read, okay. More, read more about the law of attraction and manifesting. Okay. Really get back into that. If you've read it before, redo it again. Think about some of the the words and the inspirational things you would like to put out there in the world. All right. Even if you yes. have to go to some of those expos to just check it out, look online and just do some research as to what people are looking at. And you can keep it really simple and yet a very creative and inspiring and beautiful and uh, and really use all aspects of who you are. Okay. okay? Sounds and great, get, Vincent. Get it out there publicly, okay, Connie? Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you very much for calling in. You take thank care you. now and have a wonderful new year in 2020. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye now. Um, Yes. Yeah, so, so, uh, uh, 2020 people, it, this is the first month that's gone by and there's already been crazy and wonderful stuff going on at the exact same time. I'm telling you, um, you've got to use this energy in a very positive way. We're, we're having these, these horrible experiences on the earth right now. Okay. So there was a, a seven point something, earthquake in the oceans by um, the the Caribbean, which we just got back from. Um, so I've been thinking about and sending out thoughts and prayers and positive affirmations to those islands because they're expecting, I haven't heard any news yet, but they're expecting major earthquakes or tidal waves um, coming onto the islands because of that. Not to mention the, the cruise ships that are out there. They're going back and forth from Fort Lauderdale to the Caribbean, back and forth every week. And uh, it's like it's it's... Very devastating to hear these things, but we're coming back. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Call in with any questions. I'll see you on the other side of the commercial. I'm your host, Vincent Jenner. We'll talk again real soon. Hang on there. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Okay, we are back and we have several listeners and um, it's something remarkable. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Um, for those of you who are just joining us, I am doing online or on air 
readings to questions, either making connections or answering um, questions. I do have a couple that were written in that I'm going to get to now. Um, but I also, some genius engineers at Unity Online Radio love these guys. Uh, um, uh, Jeff and Lewis, man, man, they're amazing, um, just told me that you can text me a question. So I am going to give you my text number, which is 919-480-1401. That's also my office line, but I can receive text there. So if you have a question that you'd rather text in because you don't want to call or can't call, then text me at that number. Again, it's 919-480-1401, okay? So uh, back to some of our questions. So here I have got, let me get to that question right now that I want to bring up. Um, and I get I get questions like this a lot about career, career. Um, so, Kevin, I hope you're listening, or at least I know you'll be going back and listening to this. Um, he was listening to my Unity Radio show, I believe it was last week. And so um, it, Kevin, Kevin says that, you know, he's an intelligent guy, but he made some career mistakes and he's looking to get back into his technical field. Now, not just for the money, but also for a place of contribution where I feel comfortable in the culture. I don't know where this will be, but I really need to be smart about this change. Okay. Um, well, first of all, Kevin, I have to tell you right away, right away, um, I want to make you even smarter than what you are. And no mistake in a career is worth pulling yourself down. Yeah, we make higher choices, we make lower choices, but the one thing we do is we can learn and grow from them. What I am not feeling is you having grown from your mistake. Being fearful of making another one is not a growth. You created a fear, which is one of the major reasons why you're not getting any guidance. You've lost self-faith, you've lost self-trust, um, just because you made some career mistake. And 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 I, people call them mistakes anyway, where they're not mistakes. Oh, I went into a career. Well, how irresponsible of you to have gone into a career to do something good, right? Why? Because you chose what you think is the wrong career. It didn't work out. People are doing that every single day of their lives. As a matter of fact, I don't want you doing it again, and you're about ready to. OK, so it's not a matter of making a mistake. It's a matter of I'm choosing to do something in my life. It's not working out. I didn't make any money from it. I don't like it. Um, it's not rewarding. I invested so much of my time into this business, so much of my money into this business. It didn't pay off. Yada, yada, yada. There's all of those defense mechanisms and excuses. But we're here to take chances and risks and some risks work out and some don't. So so does that make us unintelligent or, or ridiculous or uh, um, fearful of making other ones just because we're taking risks in life? Good for you to have taken a risk. 
good for you. Did you ever praise yourself for have taken a risk? Because guess what? You're going to have to take others as you've taken now. You've taken risks all your life. Every single one of us has taken a chance. We've had to. In, in order to get out, the moment you get out of your house and get into your car or go on a bus or go on a train, you're taking your, a risk, a risk that your life is going to continue, a risk that you're not going to get hit by a car, a risk that, and it's not a risk if you start believing that everything will be okay no matter what the outcome. Everything will be okay. So now let's change the word risk. Okay, and and the idea of being smart about this change, you want to change it to I trust, I trust, I trust myself, I trust I'm going to land on my feet, no matter what happens. All right, do I lose a whole bunch of money? Did I even lose my house? Possibly. I was homeless. But every single one of us has the capacity and the ability to get it all back and do even better and make even more. It's about believing in yourself. And sometimes it takes us hitting rock bottom before we even start that self-belief. So here is the thing, Kevin, that I'm feeling for you. I don't like the technical aspect and the technical field. It's for you, for you in particular. Um, I, I think it would be great. And I know you're saying it's not just for the money, but listen to the words but also a place of contribution where I feel comfortable in the culture, comfortable. You're saying where I can trust myself a bit because at least I know in the technical field, I know what I'm doing. Well, let me tell you something about any field. No field defines a person. No field defines a person's abilities or talents. We use our talents to define the field. We use our heart to define and empower our talents. So therefore, wherever you apply your heart, you can make your talents work. So why somebody, well, okay, yes, are some people better in other fields than than um, others? Oh, yes, there's some, I mean, you know, look at some of the history of some of the most incredible artists and musicians and authors and, um, and, te and Steve Jobs, technical people and Bill Gates, people like that. But are you telling me that that was the only area that they would have thrived in? No, I don't believe that. I believe because of their passion that they would have been able to make any area they went into thrive. It just so happens they got hooked onto the computer part. Now, now, who's to say that that wasn't part of the job that they chose before they came down? Before they came down on the other side, some souls may have gotten together and said, hey, you know, we need to get some technical advances going for us, maybe communication, maybe being able to connect to knowledge and get more people connected to knowledge. So let's go down there. And I know Steve Jobs and, um, um, uh, oh my gosh, Bill Gates knew each other um, in past lives before. I know that. I can, I've done readings on them and they were souls that decided to go down together 
because it was their competition with each other that created the field of computers and um, uh, technology the way we have it today. It's because of their competition. Had they gotten along or done it any other way, it wouldn't have been as advanced as it is right now. So they set that up intentionally without knowing it consciously once they got here, but they did. So now that's different because there are some people who are choosing that. Let's advance music. So a, a soul like Mozart comes in and says, okay, um, I'm going to go down to the earth and I'm going to put music, make music even better and more advanced. I'm going to write these pieces where people are doing all of this singing and there's all of this um, symphony and orchestration underneath them. And it's beautiful and people are going to um, uh, grow and learn and be inspired. And so he comes in and he does that. So, yes, there are definite um, uh, positions and the way you know that is that you excel in it at a very early age all right that's almost the way you know that this is what you've chosen for yourself however however when you're trying to taste the waters and figure out what it is that you were meant to do and sometimes you make good choices and sometimes you make a little lower choice that doesn't have such a positive outcome that you were hoping for all right, then chances are that number one, the, the purpose that you came in is blocked. It's blocked, obviously. And you're floundering all over trying to figure it out. Or, or you're meant to really trust yourself and allow a passion to surface within you or, or direct it towards a passion. You know, there's there are a lot of people who have several different passions, as I've explained before. They have passions in art. They have uh, passions in um, numbers at the same time. They have passion in design. Okay, now, yes, they can combine that all together. And it really is the level of passion that you have towards something that can help guide you as to the direction you're meant to go in. Um, and sometimes it's it's all three at different times. That's the reason why they came in with it. So they're going to be artists first. And then after a certain period of time, they feel fulfilled with that. Now they want to move on. And, oh, guess what? I'm going to write. And then they start, they write a book. And, oh, you know what? I'm done writing. I want to design. I want to design layouts and homes and feng shui. You know? So now they have three different careers. There's nothing wrong with that either. But they're still using their hearts in order to apply and bring out the passion and their skills. So, Kevin, you've got to become uncomfortable. You've got to get out of the realm of comfort in order to trust yourself. Yes, you have a technical mind because you think a lot. So there's nothing wrong with you involving that in some way. But one of the reasons why you don't have direction right now and you're in the position that you're in is because of the fear that you're working from. So even if you see jobs and opportunities that you may or think you may like, you're getting in your own way in order to get them because of your lack of self-belief. Um, desperation does not get you a job. It's the desire to fulfill yourself because you know you're worth it, not because you're tired of not being fulfilled. It's because you know you're worth it. So in other words, your intention has to be pure and good and reasonable and self-loving.
and also self-forgiving. You've got to start throwing away things and ideas like I made career mistakes. I, it, what what am I supposed to say in my life? I thought I was supposed to be a professional singer, actor, and dancer. I'm doing this now, and I didn't make any mistake going into my career, even though I didn't fulfill that completely. But my entire first part of my life as a singer, actor, and a dancer has led me into the work that I'm doing now and the comfort that I have and the, and the power and the dynamic ability I have to speak in front of thousands of people. Put 80,000 people in front of me, I'm as comfortable as I am right now on the radio um, by myself and, and hoping that there's listeners, right? So um, it, it, you can't say that it was a career mistake. It was a career choice and you've, you've gained experience from it. It's the same thing that all the kids that go to college, you know how many college students actually use the degrees that they went to college for a lot less than you think. So what are we supposed to say? All that money that they spent, that's the reason why it should be free, but all that money that they spent was absolutely wasted. No, it wasn't. It was invested in them. It was invested in them being able to understand that they were capable of learning and growing. And anytime you learn something, it's never a waste. No matter what experience you go through, it's never a waste. It's going to come up some way, somehow, somewhere to be able to help you, guide you, because you were there for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes everything happens. The things that happen are for stupid reasons because you, you know, like, okay, getting, okay, here is where um, uh, you can say you made a mistake. You went to the bar, you got drunk, you got in your car, you started driving and you crashed into a tree or another car and hurt somebody. Okay. Now that you, hopefully you learned from that, but that was dumb. Okay. Sorry. I mean, that was not a great choice. That was a, so if we want to say it politically correct, that was a lower choice. Okay. The New York term is you were dumb. Okay, that's the that's a different way of, of being politically correct. But Kevin, get out of the mode of criticizing yourself. Get out of the mode of I got to be so careful. If you keep thinking that, then yes, you're going to be setting up um, blocks and walls and circumstances where you're manifesting. You're manifesting uh, detrimental outcomes. You're manifesting possible crises for you. If you keep thinking, you're capable of doing that. So you've got to get back on the ball about learning about the law of attraction and manifesting, get more of a positive attitude, pick up a book, start reinforcing the fact that you deserve to be rewarded in what the work you do, and that if you can use some of the skill set you already have that you enjoy using, not that you feel comfortable in, but you enjoy using it. Dang, I enjoy. I know some people who enjoy writing programs. They are doing great. I know some people who enjoyed writing programs so much they switched to gaming and they're enjoying gaming programs, right? So this is for everybody. That's why I'm spending so much time on this. Change your verbiage. Change the way you're describing yourself. Start feeling more confident and you will be unblocked. And that's what all your relatives who are deceased um, are saying right now. I know um, you miss them. You miss them for their support. 
um, but they are still around. You miss them for maybe there are a couple of them. I'm I'm feeling, I don't know if this was an aunt or somebody who was close like an aunt who you felt believed in you. Well, you have to carry that yourself now. Um, it's one of the major reasons why we miss deceased uh, loved ones that, that uh, leave because we feel we're losing the only people who care about us and believe in us. And, and that's just not true. The universe believes in you. The universe supports you. The universe is there. And so are your loved ones. They're just in a different dimension. And they're all setting. Get it together and start believing in yourself more. Okay, Kevin, this is for you. Use the year 2020 to catapult you forward in your greatest desires. Okay? So I hope that helps. And I hope that helps anybody else out there. Um, okay. So, so... Um, I've got somebody else here. Um, oh, Mieke, Mieke, M-I-E-K-E, Mieke. I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing or Mikey, or maybe it's Mikey. Mike, is the, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but you wrote me. Um, uh, you started putting things into question, but you, and you've been listening and, and you listened to my show on clearing last week, which was great. So my question for the show is, um, my desire is to open up my heart fully and authentically feel and express the love that I am with the world. Um, I can feel that there is something in my heart and solar plexus that is blocking this and I cannot see what it is. Can you please help me see what this is so I can move forward? That's really interesting. So I apologize tremendously for mispronouncing your name. Anybody who writes me, you can write your real name, but then write it phonetically. Um, okay, so what would be blocking you? You have such a wonderful intention and a wonderful spirit is actually in this email um, that you sent me. I just want you to know that it is from your past, okay? I can tell you that right now it's in your childhood. Um, I keep I, I keep getting... Um, Mm, I keep getting something, something somebody said to you, a parent, a relative when you were a little girl and, and, and it's sticking in you. It was a criticism. Somebody was overcritical of you. And so even though you have the right words that you're saying, I mean, when somebody expresses something so wonderful and beautiful like that, that you want to be authentic and show love in the world. I mean, my goodness, right there is a loving person. What you're not doing is believing that that's who you are. That's a major thing. And that is because of the criticism that you received when you were younger. That's the part that I'm not liking. So what's happening is when, when we're children, we really do try to form self-beliefs besides being influenced by what we're receiving from the environment and the adults around us, right? We try to. We, we come in as pure souls. We come in from a loving place. We come in thinking we're incredible and that we can, you know, do anything we want and walk across the street and not get hurt or hit by a car or hurt by a stranger or anything like that. And, as, and then as we grow, teenagers, What's the biggest complaint that we have about teenagers is that they think they're infallible. They think they're such risk takers. Of course, they're meant to be risk takers. 
unfortunately, the reason why they stop taking risks is because we adults wind up convincing them how stupid it is to take some of the risks that they're taking, that they can get hurt, that they can get injured, that they can um, lose something, lose money, lose their limb, lose their lives, lose a loved one, whatever the case may be, we're the ones that cause in children their loss of risk-taking and believing in themselves. So here, here is, you are, um, I'm going to say Mikey, okay? Well, I'm going to just pronounce it Mikey, um, even though I'm feeling a feminine energy. Uh, so, Mieke. So here's what's happening. Here you're wanting to believe you're such a good person, but the criticism you heard while you were trying to feel that as a little kid countered it countered your self-belief it countered what you wait a minute wait a minute I, I thought i was good i thought i was a good kid a good person but why am i keep getting in trouble why do i keep hearing this criticism why doesn't mommy and daddy think i'm i'm that good or whoever it was um, I'm not going to necessarily get that deep right now, but I am hitting, hearing the criticism and it could have been one or the other parent or both or family or environment and teachers, but I'm hearing lots of criticism for you. And it pulled away your self-belief and your, and your own self-image that was better than the image that was created for you. Now you're back as an adult trying to recreate the self-image that you always had of yourself as a child. And what's happening, what's getting in the way is the unconscious voice that you've worked on, that you've, you've gone through. I know that. But it's the unconscious little girl, a little boy's voice that you hear in your mind of, all the criticisms. Well, you're not good enough and you're you're bad or you have to do this or you're not smart enough or what? You only got a B, you didn't get an A. Whatever the criticism was, you're hearing that unconsciously. And so it's disallowing you from living the life you want fully and completely because you don't truly believe that that's who you are. So you said wonderful words. You want to, and, and, and I'll just repeat them again. You even wrote, you, you used such beautiful font in your email and such a beautiful color. People don't take the time to do that, to, to reflect who they are. You did, and I can get that energy about you in this email. It's, you're such a beautiful person. But, and you want to open up your heart fully and authentically feel and express the love that I am with this world, then you have to believe what you're saying you want to express. That's the part that's getting in the way. The conscious adult part of you is saying and wanting to believe one thing, but the unconscious little person in you is not feeling that. So you have to reparent yourself and let yourself know how wonderful, how loving you truly are so you can walk that talk. That's the only thing you're not doing. Release any of the negativity, any of the criticism that you have. And this goes for everyone. Look, I know the way of the world has been pretty tough lately. We're constantly, constantly hearing 
of these negative, horrible things. Now, it doesn't mean to turn off the radio, turn off the television, and you won't hear it. Okay, that's not the way. Going blind is not the way to solve the issues of your life. So you've got to do something with what you do here. I can't tell you how many people I keep hearing reinforcing that. Don't be fed by all this negative stuff. Well, if you are one that winds up getting more and more upset every time you hear something, then yes, turn it off and don't listen to it. However, turning it off and not listening to it does not change what's going on and who you are okay and and the way you feel about yourself it doesn't change to that and quite honestly this is what i need everybody to do i want everybody to turn on the news because listening to the horrible news is going to let you know how much self-work you still have to do. So you're going to use it as a barometer to the level and degree that the news disturbs you and upsets you. Now, I'm not talking about, it's going to disturb all of us. We're normal beings and we should be disturbed by it when we hear that somebody's been killed, right? But to the level and degree that it disturbs you, how upset do you get? Does it change your body? Does your heart beat faster? Is your is you start breathing rapidly? Are you sweating? Are, are you getting angry, right? And you want to lash out or do something? Then that's the level and the degree of what you need to fix inside of you because it's pushing a button. So I want everybody to use that this week. And I want you to understand within you, how much healing do you have based on what you hear? And then use the rest of what you hear to motivate yourself to do good, to live that life like, like Mieke or Mikey wants to live is authentically in love and you can walk that way the stronger you are in that the more positive energy you are putting out to heal the world so here we are at the end of the show join me next week when we're going to define love send me texts send me questions i love when you do i love that you're all listening um i bless you all with the understanding that you're magnificent beings and you can manifest all you want this is vincent jenna on the stop stopping yourself show so stop stopping yourself Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.